0: Hey, podcast listeners, it's Ryan Frank. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy, happy new year. I know 2020 has been a crazy year, uh, but you know, I'm so proud of this community, how you've stepped up to the plate. You're leading, you're giving it your all. And I'm believing 2021 is going to be a tremendous year. We're stronger together. We're stronger together. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, we are taking two weeks off of the podcast for Christmas break. So we are playing some best of podcasts from 2020 hope that you enjoy thanks for tuning in
1: hello and welcome to the ryan frank podcast helping you think work and create like never before
0: hey good morning friends welcome to the daily coffee chat with ryan frank thank you to everybody who's been tuning in on the podcast or facebook or on youtube Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm loving the coffee chats. We've had some great guests over the last um, month or two that we've been doing these coffee chats. We've had, I feel like we've had a wonderful week of coffee chats, maybe one of the best weeks yet. And we're in for a treat again today. So good morning, coffee chat. Good morning, leaders. Um, hope that you are having a wonderful, wonderful week. First Peter 5. First Peter 5 is a great Uh, book of the Bible for pastors and church leaders. Really, it's good for everybody, but especially for pastors and church leaders, because it says this in verse number two, shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly as God would have you, not for shameful gain, Gain but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. Verse 4, that when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. One of the great challenges that you and I have as leaders in God's church is that we are called to shepherd the flock of God? To shepherd. Do you see yourself as a shepherd? Now, back when the New Testament was written, being a shepherd uh, was an occupation that everybody knew what a shepherd was. Well, anymore in our culture, we don't have a lot of shepherds here in the United States of America. But I think we all understand what shepherds were and who they are. And shepherds, of course, still exist today. Shepherds were responsible for a flock of sheep. And there were several things that they had to do. One thing that a shepherd had to do was a shepherd had to lead the flock of sheep. They had, you know, she- Sheep left to themselves, they wonder, they need a shepherd, someone to lead them. And as a children's ministry leader, as a pastor, as a church leader, one of your tasks as a shepherd of the flock is that you are a leader. You are. Now, you may not view yourself as a leader, but you're a leader. And God wants you to lead those volunteers. God wants you to lead those families. God wants you to lead those kids. Now, it would be really, really overwhelming if we weren't reminded of the two words that we read in verse four, and that is chief shepherd. Yes, we're shepherds of the flock, but thankfully, we have a chief shepherd that we look to. In fact, he's written us a book, with a lot of instructions on how to do what he wants us to do. He has given us the Holy Spirit to help us along the way. Shepherds lead the sheep. Shepherds also feed the sheep. Shepherds have this responsibility to their flock, and that is to literally feed them. And we have that responsibility. That's why we spend a lot of time in this community talking about a discipleship Roadmap and curriculum and what are you teaching this Sunday, how did your lesson go last Sunday, how are we equipping mom and dad to teach at home because it's a big part of our responsibility is we don't just lead. But we have this responsibility of feeding and it is such a huge responsibility that we each bear this is why it's so important that you spend time in prayer every week over those lessons, that you spend time training your volunteers how to teach that curriculum and how to prepare their hearts when they teach. There's another responsibility that shepherds have. This is the third one that comes to my mind this morning, and I'm sure there are more, but that is they tend to the flock. They tend, T-E-N-D. When a little sheep Gets hurt, breaks his leg. He takes care of he takes care of that sheep. He brings that sheep. Um, you know, he tends to that sheep. He cares for that sheep. Um, he gives the time and attention and, and and the nurturing that that sheep needs. And such a neat part of our uh, responsibility as a ministry leader is that we get to tend the flock, those kids, those families, those volunteers, when they're hurting, when they need some extra attention, when they're in a difficult spot, they often look to us for help and we can help them. Um, kidmen leaders, listen. Yes, you're a kid's pastor, you're a Kidman leader. Yes, you get to organize events and you get to keep budget spreadsheets, and you get to fill planning center every week. Isn't that fun? But there's something else, and I want to remind you, it's one of your main tasks. I don't want you to forget about it, and that is you are a shepherd to those sheep, to that flock. God wants you to lead them. He wants you to feed them. He wants you to tend to them, and in a day where the church is so Programmatic and children's ministry, in particular, has become so programmatic where we are so focused on moving from this program to that program to the next program. Don't forget about your role as a shepherd. The co host of the I Love Kid Men podcast, which is being renamed the Kids Matter podcast, is Corey Jones. Corey's joining me on the podcast today. Corey is no stranger to the daily coffee chat. He's no stranger to the I Love Kidman community. Um, he is the recipient of a national award, I hear recently, Corey. Thank you, Ryan. Nice to be here. Would you call it a national award? Maybe international. Uh, international, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, has, Corey's been created... cool has been. I imagine you probably sell some games overseas. You know what? I think we do. So let's call it an international award. Corey has some great games over at kidsmatter.com that he's created for the next gen ministry at his church. And he starts sharing them on Kids Matter. And what do you know? But he creates such good games. People are downloading them like crazy. And Corey, a thousand downloads of your games and now it's like i I think it's almost like 13 or 1400 now since you received that award
1: i would have never guessed that that many people would have downloaded games that's crazy isn't that
0: crazy so i mean think about how many kids that represents
1: A, a lot um i think one of the things that i like most though is um I started making games and put some on there it's just stuff that we were doing at church but now my intern's doing it my elementary pastor's doing it um you're right pastor who i just hired he's doing it um and i love their games andrew's up look the other way game
0: oh, oh my word we've played A it blast. Last. it's been fun now corey i think because you and i have been friends for so long and I know you well, I think that you, it's, you are a shepherd. Would you, I mean, just kind of by, I think all to a degree, all pastors really got to be a shepherd, but it's easy for you because you are so people oriented. Agree or disagree, it's easy for you to shepherd people.
1: Agree to an extent. People sometimes do like wear me out.
0: Um, okay.
1: I'm, yeah selfish by nature so there's times I have to schedule it on my calendar stuff like that but it is our role and so now you definitely got to keep that a priority
0: yes that that's true that's true um Corey you oversee a lot of ministries at your church Mm -hmm. a lot of volunteers a lot of kids um, staff members talk to us about shepherding and what's that look like for you and I don't know if you want to give a few examples or just some tips that help you be a shepherd but I kind of I gave you a heads up we're going to talk about shepherding so I want you to be thinking about this as you've been thinking about it um what would you share that would add some value to everybody on the coffee chat
1: well I would absolutely share first Peter five two through three but you already did so I'm not going are you going to share it oh yeah you got to look at my notes later I'll make you laugh oh my gosh that's awesome it. okay Uh, I do think this caring thing, um, you talked about being a caregiver for the flock and it's possible for me to care for 30 people, um, but it's not possible for me to do that with 300. Uh, I'm just not built for that. I don't know if anybody's built for that, but I can delegate that responsibility. Ultimately, I am responsible for it, um, but I think that's part of where a lot of kids pastors, a lot of us get it wrong, where we try to oversee too many people
0: and care for them. And you can't. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I think, you know, for, there are a lot of kids pastors in the community that you're a small church, you've got eight or 10 or 15 volunteers that, that you rotate on a schedule and everybody's got their jobs, but then there are a good number of people in this community that, they have a hundred volunteers in their children's ministry,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I bet if they were honest, um, they they are trying to shepherd them all or care for them all themselves. And you're right, Corey. It's difficult, and it may even be impossible to do. Yeah, and
1: it's even just the little things like um, I think it's very caring if I say I noticed that you weren't at church this week. Is there anything that I can pray about? but I can't notice that for everybody. I can notice no, that okay. for you. Um, and I can care that way, but you need people in place that are there to also carry that burden of care because mm-hmm. you just can't do it. Uh, people will slip through the cracks. Uh, it, it just happens. Um, I think with this care thing too, a great question to ask yourself is, am I caring more for the people that are doing the work of ministry or the work that the people are doing for the ministry? Um, and does that come out in your actions? Like, are you, um, I noticed that you weren't at church because like they weren't being fed spiritually, or I noticed you didn't do your job. Like which of those questions are you really asking? That's That's a a good point. That's a Um, good point.
0: And Uh, I think
1: care thing also comes in with like right now we're in BBS season. If churches are able to do it or do it digitally, I don't know. Um, but a lot of times we, Put people in volunteer roles and we don't care in the sense of what that means for their family. And we don't do things to maybe share with their family that we care for them in this. Um, I haven't done this yet, so don't hear that I'm doing everything perfect, but I saw someone online that did um, like frozen meals. That they sent home with their VBS workers so that that was taken care of, that the family didn't that's have to. That's a good to. idea. And I was like, that's awesome. I would have never thought of that. So great. Or when you come home from camp, you bring home all these kids, the volunteers are worn out. What if you had another person bringing
0: food for the volunteers to take home? It's a small thing, but it's huge. I love it. I love it. Corey, so, what's something that you, what, yeah, what's, that's all such good practical stuff and that, The second point really hit home with me because I think for a lot of us that are a little more task oriented by nature than people oriented, we can become so task focused and so moving from this Sunday to the next Sunday, this program to this program, that we do forget to actually care for the people that are doing the work more than the actual work that gets done. Mm -hmm. Um, Corey, what's a... Super practical. Give us an example of something that happens at your church, either on an ongoing basis or frequently to care for volunteers and to really shepherd them.
1: Um, I think checking in with them on the regular is huge, even during COVID. I heard someone say probably two or three weeks into COVID um, you better not, the first time you check in on your team better not be, we're starting church again, how you doing? That's and <laughs> man, that's, that's yeah, for real. So, um, just checking in with them and asking not how are you, but deeper questions. How's your soul? How's your marriage? Um, like probing a little bit, uh, you get deeper answers. And so, um, I think just checking in with them, asking those questions, being available based on what they might prefer. And so a great example could be if you did a coffee chat where you go to the local coffee shop. That's where our high school pastor's out right now. Um, and he told his volunteers, I'm there from eight in the morning until noon. Um, and if you want to stop by and talk, if you want to stop by and just get a free coffee, um, up to you. I mean, I'm just available. And so there's some people that will stop for a second just to enjoy the free coffee. They'll feel appreciated. They'll get back to work. There's other people that might hang out for an hour and love the time that they have with the pastor. So being available, I think,
0: is huge. A Good idea. Um, Corey, part of, I I said at the beginning, that part of shepherding is, yeah, you're caring, you're tending to the sheep and feeding them. But then also you are leading them. You Mm -hmm. are the leader. Um, What do you do, Corey? Because I know you're always... I, I, You're always growing as a leader. You are per, like Corey Jones. I, you're always telling me, I've read this, I've heard this. So I just know about you that you are growing. What are some things you do to grow and to stretch yourself as a leader? Because we all know the minute you think you've arrived and I've got nothing more to learn, you're in big trouble. Um, we all, no matter your age, no matter your experience, no matter your pedigree, how many letters come after your name. We've all got to keep growing as a leader. Corey, what are some things you do to grow as a leader?
1: Um, I think if we're just talking about like food, we need spiritual food. We need uh, all of the knowledge food for us. It's not a, I gorge myself on a Saturday and I'm done. Um, It's I continually feed myself, feed myself with God's word as well as um, Podcast, books, meeting with, um, like, before our call, I just got a phone with one of my elders of the church, and I was asking him questions about coaching and mentoring. And um, it, it wasn't necessarily something I needed right now or needed to know right now, but I wanted to grow in it, and he does great at it. So I asked him questions. Um, so I think for me, I do a lot of that, but it's not always just even for the sake of me, that if I am a shepherd, I am feeding my flock um, I need that to be balanced, um, that I don't starve them, starve them, starve them, and then overfeed them, um, making sure I feed them a regular amount over time, that it's balanced. I'm feeding them the right things. Um, mm-hmm. There's times that they might need to hear something about leadership. Other times it's about God's wisdom. And so I need to make sure that it's the right food at the right time. Um, I need good variety. Um I know Corey doesn't, I like pizza. I don't want to eat pizza every day though. And so there's times that I might teach and feed a auditory learner, um, or it's maybe even not even me. I bring in somebody with a different background, a diverse worldview, something different to feed my team. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm
1: making sure I do it at the right time. Um, like right now it's swimming season and, uh, you're supposed to wait 30 minutes after you, uh, eat I guess before you get in the pool at least that's what my mom told me and yep. so if I'm trying to feed my volunteers at the wrong time like when the kids are running around and crazy it's not going good. to create digestion in them it's just gonna make everyone irritated so um and that's good Corey. Yeah. I need to be feeding me and I need to use what I've got to feed other people too I think both of those are so important as a kid's pasture